Hi, everybody. Welcome to the B2B Sales Podcast. I'm Skip Miller. And I'm Thibaut Suiris. Every two weeks, we're going to be interviewing thought leaders, experts, and top performers in B2B sales. And every other week, we'll share tactical tips and insights on how to start conversations, generate opportunities, and close deals faster. We're on a mission to change the way people see sales. As you know, sales is a profession that is one of the most rewarding ever. Yet people are afraid to try or really extend themselves. And this isn't really good. This podcast is brought to you by Sales Labs and M3 Learning. If you want to attend the recording of the podcast episodes and ask your questions to the guests, you can join the Selling Advantage community. It's a $25 a month subscription where you get access to a community of B2B salespeople, exclusive events, and tactical resources to help you close bigger deals faster. Join today and get one month for free at www.sellingadvantage.io. So get ready for your dose of sales wisdom, tools, and tactics, and enjoy the show. So hi, everyone. Welcome to this new episode of the B2B Sales Podcast. We are in November 2022. Things are pretty tough in the world of tech sales. And that's why we skip. We're going to be talking about mental preparedness for outbounding. Hi, Skip. How are you doing? Very, very good, Tiba. How are you? I'm doing good, doing good. And I'm really excited to learn about your tips for mental preparedness for outbounding. I hope I'm saying it well. So ah, tell us ah. a bit more about that. You know, um, typically it's not the fastest athlete or the strongest athlete that typically wins. It's the one who's really prepared, mentally prepared. And that that is probably a big overlooked part of selling is that, you know, who's mentally prepared? I mean, anybody could pick up the phone and call 10 people or, or you can go through the motions and send out 100 emails. I mean, going through the motions actually is perceived by the prospect, mm -hmm. you know, in, a, in a, a misspelling or, you know, just a, a monotone voice or not being prepared to answer questions. So the mental side is, is got to be exercised. I mean, treat the brain like a muscle and, and let's get this, this exercise. And, and we've got a couple ideas on how to really try to prepare yourself mentally before you actually start prospecting. And I've written a couple of books on it, Knock Your Socks Off Prospecting and, uh, and Outbounding. And I still remember when I wrote Knock Your Socks Off Prospecting, I was about halfway through and I trashed the whole book. I, I rewrote it because I didn't address the mental side. And, mm -hmm. and that's what I want to really, you know, we could probably have a discussion about that today. Yeah. And so, I mean, like a lot of people are often in, uh, in, in remote situations where they're not really in the team and people <clears> around <throat> them. And it's often really easy to actually... You know, not not do anything. I remember when I was doing my my first uh, startup that obviously failed. I was just like waking up at eleven, you know, uh, eating like crazy, taking another nap, then working for two hours, and you know, done. so it lasted for six months, and then <laughs> no more money. And uh, so, how do you how do you get people to be prepared for that, especially when <clears throat> they're alone at home? So when I was writing out bounty, I mean, I interviewed a, a lot of people ones who did it well, ones who said they did it well, firms that did it well, managers who coached people who do it well. Mm -hmm. And I think by far, um, the number one thing was a difference between quota and goals. You've got to call 100 people today. You've got to call 10 people today. You've got to outbound to 50 people today. <clears throat> I got it. 
that's like a, a that's like you know a quota yeah what's the goal set your own goals so let's say you've got to contact you know 25 people today 10 of them will be atls i'm not going to stop until i get five conversations today you know whatever it takes set yourself some goals and and, and put that bar above your quotas now it doesn't have to be above on everything but without goals you're just going through the motions mm-hmm. it's sort of like okay I'll, I'll catch the football and i'll run 20 yards but the best really in their mind figure out 15 different ways to do that and then they're successful so the number one thing without a doubt is set goals and it's funny i'll do an outbounding course and i'll ask the people on the on the on the zoom how many of you have actually got a goal? And they all raise their hands. And I go, what's the goal? Well, you know, our manager says we have to. No, 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 that's not a goal. Okay, that's a quote. So number one, sit down and say, well, your goals. I want to have 10 conversations a day. I want to make sure I flip three. If you're an SDR, BDR, I want to flip two deals a week. or Whatever they are. But without goals, like you just said, Tebow, people just wander. They're, they're directionless. Yeah. One thing I've noticed also, and I've been working on, on, you know, like alone without colleagues around for quite a while is that, you know, when you have, sometimes it's going to be super hard to, to come mentally prepared because of many things for, for me, for example, like when seasons are changing, you know, when, uh, like autumn comes and, and things are changing, I, I find that there's like two, three weeks where I'm just, you know, I'm having a hard time actually do anything. And so like lately it's been happening and what i found is that after a few days of you know just not being super organized when you come back to systems that you've actually put in place you can find this kind of you can prime the pump and find this energy so what i found is for me the daily prospecting that i do I, the first thing i do in the morning is really prospecting i found that sometimes i'm just not really motivated to do to do it but once i actually start doing my follow-ups and you know start to actually work and do some activities then I become motivated because I'm like, you know, I started and now I'm just like, I have to go and, and go through the this kind of prospecting blog because I'm in the middle of it. So let's go and end it. And so as you go, you build more and more motivation. And then you find yourself like having a whole morning of super productive work that just started by, you know, doing this kind of, of, of kind of mental gym or men- mental workout and getting started. So I found that adding systems to this, to this helps you kind of, you know, get back to it when it's tough. Yeah, I've got three or four workout machines right here in my office. And this morning I'm like, you know, <clears throat> you know, it's raining outside. I don't want to go ride the bike or anything. And I don't really want to stretch. So I just sat down and did a couple stretches. Well, then I got to the rowing machine. Then I got, I mean, I, I because I was there, mm-hmm. I ended up doing certain things and did, you know, five times more than I thought I could. Or actually I was just doing some stretches. I wasn't going to do anything else. Okay, but you're there. And I have a system. I've got all these machines lined up right, you know, beside each other. So just as you said, be it physical or even mental preparedness, yeah. you got to have a goal. You got to have a system. You got to have that more than just your quota. Yeah. And what I found works really well is to hack your brain also. <laughs> For me, I know in the morning I love coffee. And so what I found is I love coffee, but my business loves follow-ups because follow-ups get me meetings. So first thing I do is like I do my follow-ups and I say, I don't touch my coffee until my follow-ups are done and so i like my coffee warm so i'm just going like crazy and then you the so i think it's about finding this carrot let's say oh put rewards in front of you sure yeah. sure the, the second thing i want to talk about 
and, and this is a big one, is attitude. The, you know, think positive, be very positive. That comes across the phone, that comes across, I, I got it. But people, I think some of the best prospectors have an attitude of my customer may need my help. I mean, I don't know it or not, but it's on me to get that person to start talking about the challenges, the problems, and then together we can figure out quickly, can we help or not? So I'm not going to be denied. I've got a territory and I've got prospects in it. And those prospects may need my help. So it's 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 on me to somehow, some way convince them to give me a couple minutes so we can talk and figure out if there's anything. It's not, I got to make a dial and I hope to get them and I hope to, to be able to qualify them because I want to make a sale. It's not about you. Mm-hmm. A positive attitude about wanting to help the prospects in your territory will come across the phone, will come across in your emails. And that's the attitude you really want to have is I'm on a mission to help my customers make money, to solve challenges or whatever it may be. And that attitude is important. It's not something you could slug off and go, yeah, I got that. Ad-. No, you got to believe it. Yeah. A friend of mine just changed her title. She wants her title to be chief belief officer as opposed <laughs> to COO or CRO, right? She wants everybody to believe in the mission, believe that, you know, we're here to help our customers. And that's not just a, a cute phrase. So that attitude is the second block that we've got to really get exercised for our mental preparedness before we start prospecting. Yeah. And it's funny because you, you often, I don't know how exactly, but you can really perceive when you are putting, you know, faith and effort in your outbound or, you know, you're really working hard to get things, <clears throat> just believe in it. And then let's say one day you're not doing anything or for one week you're doing it, but just, you know, without even thinking, people can actually sense it. I know exactly why. Damn. But, you know, if it's with emails for me, I remember when I was in my first tech sales job, some days I was like super motivated. I got more replies like that with the same message than, you know, like the day after. So I, I don't know exactly what's the, what's the kind of force behind that. No, and, and I don't either. You know, I, I'm not a psychologist, but I know that people with positive attitudes that really have an attitude of wanting to, you know, really has that natural curiosity. I, I don't know if I can help you or not. I'd love to. But let's talk for a couple of minutes to find out what you're doing to see if we actually can help. And don't say no and don't say later or don't say next quarter. If you've got some problems now, give me five minutes. I won't bug you. I'm not going to sell you something you don't need. Let's go. And that positive attitude, it comes across as nonverbal communications. And it's it's you know very addictive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The third thing, you know, set goals not quotas, be positive, right? Have that positive attitude that you want to help your customers and have that natural curiosity. And and number three is uh, have a plan. You know, in outbounding, we sit back and say, you know, your first 30 seconds are really critical. Yeah, we have a tool called Astro that walks people through those first 30 seconds. And if those first 30 seconds go well, we have this thing, you know, called lead-ins, the curiosity lead-in, the directional lead-in, the causal lead-in. Have you practiced those? Have you role-played them? Or you just have written down and you're going to like, you know, I'll, I'll wing it when I got the person on the phone. When you actually get a connection on the phone, you're probably going to get nervous. You're, the stress is going to start flowing and you're going to probably choke. And then you're going to start pitching and then you're going to start woofing and barking. So make sure you have a plan and you practice it. 
Did you practice your first 30 seconds, that astro, not the 30 second speech, the astro? Did you actually write down some lead ins? Did you role play with a couple of people? Yeah, okay, you're working them up by yourself. You can get somebody on a, on a video conference and, and, and just have a group role play. Let's get prepared and have a plan rather than, you know, hello. Wow, I didn't expect to get somebody live. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> Here's what we do. We're the biggest supplier. We love, and all of a sudden you're going to be woofing and barking. And that's just not what you want to do. So have a plan, lay it out, and practice it. My son played football, and I was amazed at <clears throat> in most football games, high school and college, the first 10 plays are already scripted out. I mean, they, they walk, they walk it, you know, in the parking garage. They actually were walking the plays out. Because the first 10 plays, they don't want anybody to think. <laughs> they want these 10 plays scripted to the plan. My question is, what are your 10 plays? You know, if you're going to start prospecting or outbounding, have you walked through the plan and really got your body used to it so it doesn't you know, stress out or, or pressure out when the opportunity arises? I like that. You didn't know it was like that, but you know, yeah, that's, I think that's a, you know, that's interesting, this kind of 10 scripted plays in uh, football. So I think it's a, it's a good way to kind of prime the pump and get people to, to actually, you know, do what they have to do. And also on, on this, if you need, we have built together with Skip a cold, cold checklist that I'm going to include in the show notes. So yeah. There, uh, you know, it's an old, you know, another episode we talked about that, but that's something you can use. You can prepare it. You have check check boxes, so you can actually go in and and play with that too. That's a great idea to put that in there. Yeah, that's a great tool you've developed. So yeah, please do that. Okay. Yeah. So bottom line is the mental part of outbounding is just as important as the messaging. Is just important as the cadence and the sequencing. Right. You've got to be mentally ready. You know, this is not you know something that you can do effectively just in passing. The top, top performers, number one, set goals, daily, weekly goals, not quotas, goals. They also sit back and say, what can I do to help my customers? I'm on a mission to find out if what their challenges are, and then I can find out if I can help them. They're naturally curious. They, they, they don't look for an opportunity to pitch. They just really want to find out what their challenges are. Then, as a next step, figure out, I don't know if I can help or not. Let's figure that one out, too. Rather than listening for those keywords and then launching about our stuff, it's just ridiculous. And third, make sure you have a plan and you practice it. Those first 10 plays, practice your Astro script, practice your lead-ins, the call checklist. Have you really done that? Do you have things written down, not just in your head? Those three things, I think, will really go a long way in getting you prepared and creating that mental toughness that you need to go through this, this outbounding routines. I like that. Cool. Thank you very much for, for these three tips, Skip. Um, again, show notes, you can go and check the, the checklist we made. And uh, if you have any question, I guess everyone can reach out to us on LinkedIn and ask us your questions. We'd be happy yeah, to Yeah, please. Cool. Yeah, Thank no, you. I don't you know. And Thibaut, again, you're really good at this as well. I mean, so I've seen you in action and, yeah, your effectiveness. So it's just kind of a fun opportunity to talk with you on this, this this podcast to make sure that you know my theories and your you know actual actual dues uh, combine to make a good podcast. So I'm glad that we, we were able to put this together. Absolutely. Thank you, Skip. Thanks for listening to that episode. 
If you like what you hear and you want to explore more, I invite you to join the Selling Advantage community. It's a paid community we're running with Skip Miller, where you're going to get access to a content library with training, checklist, and exclusive resources. You'll also get access to our experimentation swipe file and a Discord group with 150 tech sales people. We also have online events where we invite special guests, a regular Ask Us Anything, and our content is focused on sales for North America and EMEA. If you want to check it out, go to sellingadvantage.io or click on the link in the show notes and you'll be able to sign up.